So welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should probably stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back, and enjoy the show. listening to 5.5 welcome back to yet another episode guys i'm so proud of all of us we've been consistent for at least two months so far so that's great uh with me tonight i uh i have amanda hi this is what happens when we put a schedule in place <laughs> it's amazing so amazing someone who loves to schedule stuff it's tom i can't believe we're still doing this you've surpassed all expectations hello Thanks. Exactly, we made it to episode three, uh, and someone who also loves scheduling is our newest co-host, Peter. Hi, and he's actually wrong. I don't schedule things, and, and I'm always late. But there's that. <laughs> don't say it. Don't 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 get that on any sort of evidence. Like, don't say that out loud. Now we have proof of that. Unless yeah. it gets edited out, unless it doesn't make the final cut. Well, obviously it will make the final cut now. Uh, so, uh, also, as you heard in the intro, because we have a rule here, if you're a guest on the show, uh, you'll have to do the intro. And uh, Presley, welcome! Oh, thank you! It's good to be here. I, I really enjoyed the Baywatch episode. That was a lot of fun to listen to, and it's incredible how many movies there are that are 5.5 rated. Uh, it's, it's like, not horrible, but not great. <laughs> There, there is a few there's a few luckily for us so i mean we can probably do at least another episode or two so uh we're good i, I already know one another movie that i, I want to get in, in on uh wink wink <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we don't we don't cover those sort of movies uh frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but you're you're on the wrong podcast if you think that's that's where we're heading oh, oh sorry i'll go here too i'll just go Except our first episode in season two was entirely about penises, so there's that. Yep, She's and if not you missed wrong. that, you should go back. <laughs> hey, at least with, though with, with Baywatch, you can't say the, you can't say that they don't know dick. Touche. <laughs> and with that, I think it's time for lights, camera, action. It's time for the synopsis. This month on 5.5, we watched Spy Kids. The children of secret agent parents must save them from danger. Ooh, so this month's uh, movie was picked by our guest, Frasley. So uh, you picked this. Yep. Uh, first off, uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'd also like to add some thanks in there as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time we've never been in control of the, the movie that we we're going to be watching right except for the baywatch thing when twitter mm. voted it down from 5.6 on imdb to 5.5 but this you know this feels like it was totally out of our control and yeah that's all i'm gonna say i mean though with the movie I, I chose it doesn't surprise you that i would have chosen this one right oh i mean no no it's on brand <laughs> <laughs> so so is there any like particular reason why you, you picked this particular movie besides it being 5.5 obviously it's been a movie i've watched off and on over the years like i i've i've had nostalgia for it and when i saw it here it's like okay yes like it i want to save my my perspective on it but it's been one of my favorite movies 
All right, all right. Well, let's let's just you know jump into it. Let's get let let's get the review started. The one the one sentence reviews. Here we go. Is the one sentence review. This is CGI. I didn't even notice. All of these years of watching, just realized my copy of the movie is missing important plot details. This is what happens when Willy Wonka gets lost in a spy movie. I'm 32 years too old for this movie. James Bond meets the Teletubbies. There you have it. Already, it sounds like this is going to be, you know, uh, an episode on fire. <laughs> um... But before we, we get into all the nitty-gritty details about this movie, let's take a look at the crew. It's time to meet the crew. First off, I, I like to take the first one, so I'll jump in here. One of the reasons why I, when when I, I, I uh, found out which movie Fresh had actually picked, I was a little bit intrigued about this because uh, Robert Rodriguez is the director and the writer of, of this movie. And oh, I, I see, I just blew Frasley's mind yeah, as well. It's like uh, I'm thinking, if this movie had a director, things would have flown better. <laughs> it did have it did have an uh, uh, a, a director. Uh, it was uh, directed by Robert Rodriguez, and uh, I know him from uh, some pretty cool movies. Um, he, I mean, he's directed uh, uh, Sin City, among others, Planet Terror, um, and and you know movies like that. Where I'm like, that, those are. Uh, uh, cool movies something that i really movies that i really enjoyed so i was like sure this is a children's movie i'm I'm aware of that fact um but still it it might it might be good uh uh, uh, because of that because i really i really enjoyed his other work so so yeah well sin Sin city did come after this uh just want to put that out there that you wouldn't (laughs) have been going you wouldn't have been in the chronological order of Robert Rodriguez films, you wouldn't have been going from Sin City to Spy Kids. Just want to put that out there. I still remember my, my mom went to see, to see Sin City and I'm thinking, you know it's called Sin City and <laughs> it was the only movie that she's ever gotten a refund for. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I guess the, at least for me, only name of the actors that I knew was Antonio Banderas. Uh, though Marty did have to point out to me that that was actually Antonio Banderas, so here we are. And he's playing Gregorio Cortez, who's the dad in the story, I guess. Also known as mm-hmm. Hombre. Oh, yeah. Spanish for man. Very good code name, if I do say so myself. Well, I mean, he, he was a man in this movie, so. True. A spy man. A spy man. He's also known for uh, movies like The Mask of Sorrow, The Skin I Live In, and The 13th Warrior. I've seen two out of three of these movies, and I don't know. Uh, and the voice of uh, Puss in Boots in the Shrek movies. Oh, yeah. which, oh, oh yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and I, I think he's actually also, isn't he like the lead in El Mar- Mariachio, which is also a Robert Rodriguez movie? I quickly want to look this up. No. It's so weird. I mean, I've heard of Antonio Banderas, but I mean, I think this is the first film I've actually seen him in. You mean you haven't seen the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water? But I mean, he's technically he's a voice actor in that, so he's not in that because I've seen Shrek, seen all the Shreks, unfortunately, and you know, I haven't seen seen him 
like acting live. I mean, I haven't seen The Mask of Zorro. I mean, yeah. I, I have to stop you here. Why, unfortunately, yeah, that you've seen Shrek? Those movies are awesome. Yeah. I don't count like, anything after the first Shrek. The first Shrek is a okay, masterpiece. Okay, 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 okay. First Shrek okay. is a masterpiece. Everything that came after ruined the franchise. No, I, I got to stop you there, too. I think one of the Shreks has has a character who's like, once Chimichanga stands on the battlefield, and they're like, Chimichanga stands, because after you fight, you're going to be hungry. <laughs> that line I love. That's, that's why you're just a guest and not a host. <laughs> <laughs> so since Marty is not very successful in his search, no. um, <laughs> the next actress, I guess, is uh, Carla Gugino, I guess. That's how you pronounce her. I uh, like... My Italian is a bit... I assume Gugino. that's Italian. Hmm? Yeah, and she's been in a lot. Um, to be honest, the only thing I've seen is Gerald's Game, um, which is a Stephen King, uh, based mm-hmm. on a Stephen King book. Um, that was that was good. It was creepy. It was weird. Um, enjoyed it. <laughs> and a nice little connection with our Baywatch movie is that she was also in San Andreas, which featured... Dwayne the Rock Jansen and Alexandra Dondario, which you know recently mm. recently talked about. There's a little. It's always nice mm-hmm. to get those little connections in, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like it's, a, planned it's, it. it's, 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 it's like Easter eggs, but yeah. podcasts that watch movies or something. Yeah. And Are you implying five point five movie actors find each other in other movies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's a theme. I found no fault go. in San Andreas, so it's good. <laughs> that film shook me. <laughs> <laughs> and the last movie that she's also part of is is probably one of the most known on this list, which is a Watchmen, a really big movie um, and really cool movie, long movie uh, as well. Uh, I have attempted to rewatch Watchmen and it didn't go so well because it's so bloody long. <laughs> Just gotta watch it, man. Who watches the Watchmen? That is the question. Up next, we had Alexa Panavega who played. Carmen Cortez, the the young female lead, the young female kid spy, who is also in such movies as From Prada to Nada, uh, Spy Kids Two, and Spy Kids Three D. You know, you know, you're, you know you're slightly scraping the barrel when you go onto IMDb's well known, and they're most known for just. That one I mean, series. that's not entirely true because Alexa has also been in loads of episodes of Nashville, which is a really popular TV show in America. That's so fair. y'all over here in Europe don't know it, but it exists and it's a pretty big deal. Frasley, back me up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my aunt loves it. Okay, she loves Nashville. I I can back up that uh, that Alexa Pinavega is also selling for Young Living because I've been following some. Uh, some like sites about, about MLMs. And apparently, a lot of millennials have been have been signing up for it. Not that I, I don't I don't buy Young Living. I just thought it was interesting. That is interesting. And then we've got Daryl Sabara, who plays Juni Cortez, the son. Um, you might know him from Ben Ten. Oh, okay. My nephew would love that. And yeah. um, weeds. He was in weeds. Wow. Apparently, yeah. I wonder if that's like a high point of his career. Yeah, maybe. And uh, the very critically acclaimed Generator Rex. 
Just saying words, Amanda. You're just saying words. <laughs> He's also the hero boy in the Polar Express. Just wanted to point that out. I, I thought that who's was the hero boy in the Polar Express? I, I I don't know, but it, it's, not it's the in the show notes. The... It's in the show notes. Yeah. yeah, it's the boy. Yeah, it's the boy. The hero boy. Uh, and he's also in, in John Carter. Uh, I've seen that movie. Don't really remember if it's good or anything. It, it could be a potential 5.6. I mean, I guess most recently he's been in some Megan Trainer music videos. Oh, there we go. So, I have, I have no clue what that is. Me either. <laughs> it's so fun to go because we what we did straight after we watched the movie we went we went on to IMDb and it's so funny to see the portraits of the uh, uh, of the kid act uh, actors uh, because they don't look anything like they do in that movie anymore let's just put it that way no, they, they grew true. up they grew up as time they, passed they as up. they got older i didn't actually realize how long ago this movie was filmed cuz like i have seen it before and i was like oh i'll just look up this actress holy shit I was very confused. It's like, well, did not know this was 20 years. So maybe our villain, at least we thought was villain in the beginning, is Fagin uh, Floop is played by Alan Cumming. And you might know them from GoldenEye has Orish Grishiriko? Grishenko. Grishenko, yes. And oh, um, if this is a 5.5, bring me back, please. Uh, Son of the Mask. <laughs> he was he played Loki. <laughs> uh, Prazi, let me just stop you there. Son of the Mask is not a five point five, but you can find that on our other podcast, the two point two podcast. Wow! Wow! My favorite thing that Alan Cumming um, has been in is actually The Good Wife. Um, he plays Eli Gold in that, and honestly, his acting is gold. Um, that is a he, he made that entire show for me. I basically watched it for him. Mm. He's a cool dude. I, I like he, him. He's he a cool dude. He's also in one of my favorite superhero movies uh, or, or franchises, which which is X Men Two as uh, the Nightcrawler. Um, I, I really really loved uh, uh, the first trilogy that they made. Uh, at least uh, the new ones are good as well, but in their own sort of way. But I prefer the the OG trilogy. And Tom actually has a kind of funny story about Alan Cumming. Ooh, we like fun stories. <laughs> no, that's not for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's take it to the next person, who is uh, Tony Shalhoub, who plays Alexander Minion. Um, and the name didn't really tell me anything, but then I see um, he's actually playing Monk. Um, the jungle out there. It's the jungle out there. Do do. Yes. Yes. I didn't know that that was his name. I just knew him as that one role that he's so way very famous for. And he's he's also in a a new series on Amazon Prime that I've really been enjoying, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And yes, or, or is that Marvelous Miss Maisel? I'm trying to remember. Mrs. Mrs. And he plays the uh, father and like doesn't understand why his daughter's doing this, but mm-hmm. plays it so well. And and uh, great great series. Yeah, yeah. I. I think I've finished the third season already. I, I want more. He's he's not the son of the mask, but he does wear a mask in this movie, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where he's... Uh, oh, wait, Splinter is this the red? thinking of Shredder. Yeah. I, I was thinking of Shredder. So he's not wearing a mask. So Almost amazing <laughs> podcasting there, Marty. Almost amazing. Almost. Almost. Instead, so close. Instead, you kind yes, of slipped on a banana so peel far. and have ended up on your ass. But that's okay. <laughs> 
That's, that's and, what and we're know, here for, that good quality content. That's what we're here for. <laughs> and Marty, never give up, never surrender, because, I mean, he, he didn't because it was Fred Kwan and Galaxy Quest. There we go. Razzly saved you. Razzly saved you. The last person uh, uh, that we want to at least mention is uh, Terry Hatcher as Ma- uh, Mrs. Gradenko. Uh, um she uh, is, among other things, known for Tomorrow Never Dies, Desperate Housewives, and Lewis and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. I can't believe she was in that. Like, I used to watch she it all the time. She was my lowest. She was my lowest. I loved her. I loved that show. It was, like, always on when I was a kid. Yeah. So that, ladies and gentlemen, was the crew. Oh, wait. Except uh, but there wait, was one. There's more. There's more. One. Because also this film features... Danny Trejo and I Trejo. just wanted to look up sorry Trejo Trejo pronouncing his name wrong and I was like oh I want to I want to look up Danny Trejo and mm. he plays a, a character in this called Machete oh yes. yes and he goes on to actually star in a film called Machete which is yes. directed by by who Robert Rodriguez Robert Rodriguez <laughs> yes and actually the characters also, before he got his own movie, and, uh, and uh, probably after he was in Spy Kids, he was actually also in another movie uh, as the same character as Manchetti uh, in, I think, it. Oh, what's his face? Uh, oh, the Kill Bill director. Um, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino made a movie where, Man, uh, where Manchetti is also part of, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, so, yeah, that character had a. Uh, He's been in different movies before he actually got his own movie. This is actually, you know, the pre-Big Marvel universe. People, you know, this already did universes before all that. Here we go. This is the proof. And he was also in, I found it on Netflix. It was like a, it was definitely a B movie. I don't know if it was 5.5. He was a babysitter. And he still played like like Machete. And I understand he plays more of those roles. And, and it sounds like he's a fun person to be around in, in person he, he just like he, he as far as i've heard i've never met him myself I've, I, uh, i'd be a little afraid he, too he, he he used to be in prison he uh, he, he uh, broke he did, out i don't know he did some crime went to prison and then decided to change his life That's and then awesome. went into, uh to movies and he you know obviously with his looks always got you know the bad guy roles uh, but has advanced to be the hero role uh, later on now so uh, so yeah little little fun fact there thank you for bringing it up, Tom. He was also in the original Baywatch series for two episodes. Just oh, why I? Uh, I think we're, we're going to find so, like a whole running theme in this podcast about Baywatch. So much crossover! It's amazing. All beaches lead to Baywatch. <laughs> um, anyway, I think it's time for us to finally talk about the movie. What do we think about that then? So the siblings Carmen and Joni are not aware that their parents are retired spies who are now working desk jobs for the spy organization until their parents are called back on a mission to find missing agents and promptly get kidnapped because that's how it works in movies. Their kidnapper is Floop, the host of Joni's favorite kids, uh, kids show Floop's Fooglies, and he holds the parents captive in his castle where we learn that he turned these secret agents that are missing into Fooglies, which are kind of bizarre creatures, and that star in his show. And then he also has an army of Thumb Thumbs that are even more bizarre creatures that are shaped out of thumbs into a human shape. Um, And then um, with his assistant minion, they're also building a 
army of robot kids. And that's how Carmen and Joni, the kids of the story, are ending up in their adventure of trying to escape from Floob's people and also trying to rescue their parents. Good job on that synopsis, Birte. Yes. I just want to, I'll just quickly open up uh, this talk because. To be honest, I'd never seen this before. I had no idea what what was in store besides that it was a kids movie. And in the beginning, I was like, "Oh, this is not uh, this is this is all right. This is pretty cool." And then and then Floop was introduced, and everything just went bonkers. And I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> Because up until that point, you know, everything was sort of you know down to earth and. Let's just say normal. Um, well, apart from the fact that we get introduced with a very questionable CGI mix miniature scene um, that immediately shows you that this is a whole movie set because those stones look so very, very <laughs> unreal. Like I couldn't, like I couldn't watch this movie because everything just looked like it was made out of paper mache. Like, like have all the stones, everything looked like you could just punch through them. So. It didn't like. I mean, Marty says it started out all right, but like, I, I don't know if it really fair, did. If you're a machete, you probably could punch through real stones. <laughs> I mean, did you see how how Juni tried to to hit that one rock and like like hurt his hand? I mean, yeah. that that's the that one pillar that was actually a pillar. You know, yeah. the rest. I am with you. Like, things were so weird. Like, what, firstly, what, let 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 me just ask. Because you loved this movie as a kid, I get the feeling from from yes, your different from your I messages did. and stuff like that. Yeah, you loved it as a kid. I said that I was roughly thirty-two years too old because this movie has a seven-year minimum age uh, restriction. So go calculate how old I am. Um, how do you feel about it now? I don't know what I was thinking. I'm like. <laughs> did, did I ever pay attention to the story or what? Because, like, one scene in particular, th th there's quite a few scenes where, like plot holes are missing. But one was, <laughs> yeah, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One was they're 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 in the 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 jail cell, and the the daughter goes to the mom, gets into this whole tirade about wanting to leave, and I'm like, okay, can we expand on that? You're just gonna go with the fact that your daughter was ditching school and going to go to Brazil. There's a lot more there. You you can't just like gloss over the fact that that, that your daughter's struggling. I'm like there and then what was this spy organization? Were they good or were they bad? So the, the father was a spy but the father was a scientist and then the spies all knew where everybody was. I'm like I've got I've got no words. So how but you really enjoyed it as a kid. I did. I did. I know. Yeah. I never liked Spike Kids 3D. I think I think that was universally panned. I enjoyed Spike Kids 2, but no, I don't I don't know if I want to watch Spike Kids 2 now. <laughs> I mean, I never saw this when I was when it came out, I'll just say because I, I would have been in my te teens. Yes, just confirming. It's a long way back. And <laughs> I think I remember seeing trailers for Spike Kids and being like, "Oh, that looks good. you know, that looks kind of cool," but I was probably just over the age well it was over the age to go see it but i remember seeing the trailers and and not thinking well that doesn't look terrible but i mean i guess you can watch any trailer they're, they're all cut in a way to make you think like they're good yeah i i do know legally blonde the, its trailer did not do the, sh the movie justice because the, 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 
when you, when you saw the trailer for that one, you, you, you thought it was going to be dumb, but then you can see movies that you're like, it's actually pretty good. It's true. Legally Blonde is a very good movie. So one thing that actually surprised me in this movie is that they were advanced on their technology. Yeah. Like, they really were. They predicted VR, AI, um, they had 3D printing in there. Like, there was a whole lot of things in there that, like, now they're a thing. Like, 20 years ago, when this was a movie, like, it wasn't. But, like, I mean, they're also pulling, like, all the spy movie, like, they, like, had, like, a checklist of, like, we have to have, like, a laser in a ring. We have to have, like, a car that transforms into a submarine. We have to have, like, it's like they have that list of, like, we have to check all the boxes of what's a spy movie and what tools they have. Yeah. Like, they definitely went through that, the jetpacks and everything. I don't know if you noticed, but Flip's Fuglies, I'm having a really hard time saying that, were voiced. I'm pretty sure by Timmy and Tommy from Animal Crossing. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> you gotta go back and listen to that. Definitely, that is them. That's where they started their career. And look at them now. Except, except, there's a lot more behind the Fugly speech. Oh, but we won't spoil that. Dun dun dun! If you want to, if you want to know, you have to pay money to go to our Patreon. No, we don't have any of that. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Um, Speaking of the Fuglies, does anybody know why they're called Fuglies? No. Because they're fucking ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Are you discriminating against uh, genetically modified spy agents? No, that's how it's spelled. They're spelled F U U G L I E S. Fucking uglies. Oh, not... we In our show notes, we have it. F-Uglies. That's how yeah, Alan yeah, Cummings yeah. would say it. Oh, the F-Uglies! <laughs> the F-Uglies! Yeah. No, 100% spelled with U's. Um, fucking uglies. And huh. This show definitely did pander to kids, because do you remember one of the things that I laughed as a kid, and I just thought it was so stupid now? They're on the submarine, and it says to Junie, now flushing your poop. And I, I laughed at that. That was the best part of the film. <laughs> that was the best part of the entire film. I, that that actually... so stupid now. Now flushing your poop. I laughed my poop. head off as a kid. Hey, you, 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 can't, you can't diss a well-placed poop joke. Even yeah. in a poop I'm sorry. And I think that's actually a good point in that I think Marty is right in his assessment that very likely we were really not the audience for this movie. Because if kids like Teletubbies and they like all kinds of other TV shows where I frankly do not have the patience to watch them, I think this movie is in that kind of category too of like obnoxiously kid movie um, where maybe like, I mean, there's other shows that we liked as kids that like later on you rewatch them you're like oh there's a lot of adult humor in there that i just missed as a kid but this one is not in that category this one's really in the obnoxious kid movie kind of and category. I, and i think that backs up the fucking mcdonald's product placement <laughs> backs that <laughs> up right there wait where was it totally unnecessary right in the beginning and yeah it's like it? a food, food package puts it in uh Boom! Out pops a Big Mac and a large fries. That's right. From McDonald's, and I'm like, that just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem it, right at all. And like, but then there's also a few things that make it like a little bit less of a kids movie. Like just those little nods to parents. Like, did anyone else notice the bowl of severed fingers on Machete's counter? No. As, no. I definitely. I, I was like, no. what? Uh, is that a bowl of 
finger. So whether it was or not, I don't know. But my brain was like, that's a bowl of fingers. That's a bowl <laughs> well, of fish fingers, and you should eat them because they're healthy for you. No, thank you. Well, were we hearing what you just said? Because fingers, and like you know how Machete is actually like he's working for both sides, good and bad people, and like the machines of uh, Floop are actually thumb thumbs that are made of thumbs. Oh, I've got a fun fun fact about that as well. Our good friend, the director Robert Rodriguez, who Frasley hasn't met. That the thumb thumbs are based on drawings he did as a kid. Oh, he used to draw like thumb people, and now they're in this movie because of that. Wow! And they are disturbing, aren't they? They are. That is like from a child's yeah, nightmare yeah, that you yeah. you had as a kid. You were like, oh, the thumb people, the thumb people. Like I could totally <laughs> imagine having that dream as a kid and just waking up, sweat, being like, mom. <laughs> I mean, at least that they they fingernailed it. So I got to say that. So, yeah, we, we might not have been the audience, but there definitely was an audience for this movie because I'm just looking at that it actually made roughly 147, uh, roughly 40, uh, $148 million worldwide. Um, and obviously, you know, it got two extra movies, two sequels. So, I mean, I, I guess this movie wasn't, you know, it was sort of a, like a success, I guess. Uh <laughs> But but yeah, I also just it really shows that yeah, it's maybe four movies. Uh... Oh, four. Yeah. Okay. What was well, the? And one? actually, is there? I think there's a TV show as well. That's right. There's a I documentary. Think. There, oh, yeah, 40. there is. Yeah. There's lots of Spy Kids stuff. There's a 4D film. There's a 3D film, and then there's something called Spy Kids Mission Critical. Oh yeah, it's the animated TV show. Mm. Which isn't and voiced by on... the original actors but you know it, it was a big enough franchise to make some waves and M- make more mm-hmm. it, it made money it made money that's why it got yep. <laughs> sequels and, and that's how it works unfortunately sometimes movies <laughs> even 5.5 movies end up getting s- sequels that um get rated even lower and okay. and then even lower Alright, let's Perfect. see. Um, I mean, I guess there's not a lot of kids who go to IMDb and upvote their favorite movies. So, I mean, it's all Frasley's fault for not upvoting this movie as a kid. Um, I'm glad I didn't, because... Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about one thing, though? Let's quickly talk about one thing. How the heck did they talk with their mouthpieces in while scuba diving? <laughs> How that, is that is work? a great question. Yeah. I wondered. But then they have got so much new technology, Birta, that obviously this is one of the things as well. Okay. And That's see, how this entire it's, it's, movie works. Yeah. The universe itself explains it, so, you know, not a plot hole. I mean, the virtual room. How was it that he was, like, a virtual thing, but then all up in the sky? I mean, like, I mean, like, like when you went into the, the virtual room, did all physics and stuff leave? Don't you know how, don't you know how VR works? Yeah, there that's we go. It. Obviously, you don't know about it. So, and they didn't know in two thousand and one either. And <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Did you guys see in the thumb building room that there was also a sexy female thumb helping to put the thumb creatures together? Yeah. And she was like, her thumb limbs did not look like thumbs. They were like, I don't know, almost like fingers. <laughs> I-, I saw that. I was like, this is weird. She was not a thumb thumb. She was a fing fing. <laughs> yeah. 
and a sexy one at that. And I Very sexy. didn't think I would ever say that about a thumb figure. A thing thing. <laughs> a thing thing. Thumb thing. Anyway, I think we're closing in. We're closing in on getting the judgment. So I just want to quickly take around any last comments before we, we move on. Any last, uh, uh, you know, questions to the technology or anything like that? Any, I had a super relatable moment. To the think, think things or something else? No, just just something else. It was a quote, actually. Um, and I actually, I can't remember who said it to who, but the quote was, you're always traveling and no one knows what you do. And I was like, huh relatable because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my parents and my family have said that to me <laughs> I want to say I just want to say as like yes this is definitely a kids film but I kind of like that they took the approach that Carmen yeah she was the older sister but she was the one like leading the way the brother was very kind of goofy and following and you know never once really until the end you're like yeah he's just such a goofball and, and his sister's just kind of like if it wasn't for his sister, he'd be he'd be gone, <laughs> he'd be long gone. So I kind of liked how they they just made the sister the kind of the more badass, the more leading the way because she was the older sister, obviously, and, and you'd kind of expect that. And you know, I wanted to say something positive. It couldn't couldn't all be uh, <laughs> couldn't all be like that. And I'm kind of sad we forgot to ask you the question at the top, Marty, as well. It's a very important question: Did you fall asleep? Uh, because I feel like we oh. need to start that. Where we talk about every movie because true. Okay. I need to then uh, confess I did fall asleep during halfway the movie, and I had to go back and rewatch some scenes because like, when did it happen? When did it happen? I will reveal to you that I did not fall asleep. There were moments because I was tired uh, apparently, uh, but I didn't fall asleep. I watched everything. No. At some point in the middle of the movie, I asked him if we could stop watching it. <laughs> wow. There you go. So that's, that's enough spoilers. Uh, we need to get into the judgment and, uh, you know, judge. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. All right. This is the this is the point of the show everybody has been waiting for, and I... I think everybody is waiting in suspense to 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 know what actually what we think about this movie so let's quickly run over the the three possibilities just in case uh, you firstly are unsure about it or you who are listening or anybody so we have a rating system that goes like this stick the movie is definitely 5.5 deserve the 5.5 mantle so let's stick it in that position next up we have bust. Nope, this movie is simply nope. It's worse. It it doesn't deserve five point five because five point five is very prestige prestigious. So it doesn't deserve that. So let's bump uh, bust it and bump. Hey, Katie wanted to join as well. Uh, bump. This means that you know the movies was actually it was actually pretty good. I liked it. Let's bump or at it up. least better than five point five. Yeah, at least better than five point five. I like how you did the ratings in a different order this time. Like, Just to you know, shake things up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It uh-huh. shook me up, shook me up. I'm like, what are you doing, Marty? There you go. What are you doing? There you go. You're awake, but I got them right this time. I don't have to edit the order uh, of things, so at least I got it right. Good job. So let's start. Let's start with the guest. What I... do you think? Stick, bumble, bust. This movie. Let's go. Bust. And I don't know if you want me to expand, but bust. If you could do it quick. Yes. It 
kids deserve better storylines and better movies. <laughs> All right. So we're starting out with a bust. Let's move on to Tom. What do you think? I'm going to be slightly more dramatic than Frasley and say bust as well. I mean, I agree, Frasley. Kids deserve better. I didn't know what I was going to say at this part, but I'm with you there. Kids deserve better than this. What the heck? Very rarely am I sitting for a film where I'm like, when is this going to end? (laughs) When is this going to end? All right, so we have two busts. Feel like feel like we sort of already have a judgment but we have to listen to everyone somebody might surprise so amanda usually i do come in with a surprise and i keep trying to put myself like in 2001 mindset like maybe i'm a child maybe i'm watching this for the first time as a seven-year-old right now and i'm like no i can't do it I i can't this is a bust this is absolutely a bust there we go three busts i think it is a bust Let's uh, hear from Beata. I'm struggling here. Because I think as a kid, I might have actually liked this. Maybe. Because as much as we don't like the fashion of that time anymore, and like those sunglasses look outdated to us, I think the same thing applies to movies. And I have a feeling that the 20 years of this movie being old kind of is making me say this, that I would agree that it's a bust. But as a kid, I might have said stick or bump. What are you okay. saying now? Bust. Okay. <laughs> you kind of said all three, and I'm like, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to bump bust stick this movie. Uh, no, let's. Uh, the thing is, okay, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, okay, let, let's make the, the think it through. Go back. What kind of movies did I go to the cinema and watch it? My dad and the first movie because that that was this was the very first movie that I actually went to the cinema to watch was He Man, and I'm like He Man. That's a freaking great movie. Well, it's probably not to today's standards, but I enjoyed it so much. I I cannot no, I cannot imagine myself watching this movie as a kid and think it was cool. I have, I don't maybe maybe I did, but no, bust bust bust. I cannot do anything else i i had the exact same feeling as you guys i was like looking at the watch i was like almost falling asleep and being like it doesn't matter if i do but i'll stay awake just for <laughs> so the true. for the sake of the show for the sake of the show i'll, I'll stay awake uh, so yeah bust bust all around this movie got busted i mean i i, I know we're past our last comments but they have this whole castle that they didn't even use until three-fourths of the movie so yeah but no it was uh it was actually kind of fun to 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 uh, watch a movie that we actually hadn't picked ourselves because I think that's basically the general thing that's always have on all the episodes that we have picked a movie and then we invited a guest on or something. This is the first time it's been out of our hands, and I think personally, I would probably never have picked this movie. So so yeah, that's thank you for that uh, experience, Fastly. I realized that my 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 childhood has deceived me in so many ways. <laughs> Don't worry, Fries. I mean. It was a comprehensive bust. I don't think we've ever had anything so where we've all agreed on. I don't think we've had that. I mean, five of us agreeing on that. But we need busts. We need busts in the 5.5 realm. If we don't have films that we can bust, then you know, then we're just the sticker bumpers. And nope, nobody wants that. We, we like a good old bust. I like it. You better not make Minion angry or I'll come after you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. 
uh, this is the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we would not recommend you to, to watch Spy Kids, but do it anyway and let us know what you think. Uh, if, but if you decide not to watch it, maybe go over to iTunes, give us that uh, rating of 5.5. That would help us very much. And um, I don't know, Tom is pointing somewhere. What are you pointing at, Well, Tom? I'm pointing at our guest, Frasley, who took time to join us today and... Thank you, Frasley. Thank you well, for thank recommending you, this film. And where can people find you on the internet? Because you do, you do podcasts as well, so I've heard. I'd say probably the easiest place to find me is go to frasley.com, and you can find everything I do, the podcast, the Twitch, my social media, and hopefully I can give you a smile in your day. And please don't send me hate comments on on how much you hate Spike Kids, because I, I, I regret it. Oh, please do. Sorry. Sorry, I already press send. Oh, Billy! Anyway, do you have suggestions for what we should watch next? Or just maybe you have a one-sentence review? Let us know over at our website slash social media, Tom. Yes, you can head over to 5.5.reviews. And you can also find us on social media at 5.5.review. And with all that being said, for those who've seen the movie, snack. Bye. Bye. Like they definitely went through that, the jive packs and everything. And the water base. Also, I just realized. I I, I, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Got a really important point here, Marty. I mean, okay, okay, go on. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.
This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.